This is The Exchange, humanizing commerce through post-purchase connection. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Exchange. We are your hosts. I'm Tim Buza, and we have Alex McEachern, as always. And we also have our very first Shopify app joining us on the show today. Today, we have Ben Parr, president and co-founder of Octane AI. We're excited to have Ben here with us because not too long ago, Ben and the team released something that Alex and I both think is huge for brands. We're trying to create the best customer journey, the best customer experience possible in boost retention. Today, we're going to be talking all about quizzes, why you should use them, how to build them, who's using them, and um, in new new and interesting ways, and much, much more. And today, we have an expert here to teach us. We're super excited. Welcome to The Exchange, Ben. Thank you for having me. I should have you both introducing me at the company for everything. Can you just like follow <laughs> me around and do that? Yeah, we can We can be your hype men. You walk in and out of a room, we'll stand up and clap, kind of get the vibe going every time. We can do that. I'm going to hold you to that when there's in-person <laughs> you know, events again. <laughs> so, sounds good. Just mark, mark us down for that. You just pay for our travel and we'll hype you up everywhere you go. Like I said, we're super excited to have you here. We work with so many brands on, you know, retention, post-purchase experience, customer experience, and and one of the things that we hear from everyone is they're interested in how to use quizzes. So I want to jump right in. How should an e-com brand use and build a quiz? And 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 what were you seeing in e-commerce that made you think quizzes were so important? So let me start with the second part to get to the first part because I think that really explains it. So. Octane AI, you know, my co-founders and I started the company in 2016 as a Facebook Messenger company. So like think like Clavio or OmniSend for messaging in the sense that all these brands have the tools to connect with their customers over email, but messaging is the number one use of time on a smartphone. They need the same level of sophistication as these email tools, but they didn't have it. So we started building it. Now, it over the course of a couple of years, we realized that it was Shopify where we were having the greatest impact and we really built for the e-commerce ecosystem. But it was last year at the end of 2019 where like, I feel like the real evolution of Octane AI happened. So what was happening was that a lot of our customers were using our messenger software, not just to do this like, like, a, like a blast around a, like a, around a campaign or a holiday or sending a, like a banded cart message or something, but they were using it as like a, a, uh, tool as a way to have conversations with their customers, to have back and forth interactions, which is something Messenger supports. And they were using it to learn more about their customers, to help guide their customers, you know, both the customers, like their first time or their hundredth time. And so this was things like Fit Finder, skincare routines, size finders, uh, holiday like quizzes. And they're all like, they were all quizzes. And it was super interesting to us that they were using Messenger and hacking it up this way or they were using some kind of form builder not built for e-commerce at all. And there's like ones like Typeform and other that are good for like making forms, but not for like recommending products in e-commerce and like doing all the things that needed to do for e-commerce, like especially after the post, like the post-purchase journey. And so we started really building the shop quiz because of all this feedback from all of our customers saying they really wanted this, there was nothing for it. And the reception's been crazy for the shop quiz, it's driving like some significant value and like huge, like, you know, increases in terms of not like increasing revenue is like one piece, but the bigger thing is like building a much deeper relationship with their customers and learning so much more about their customers that's actually changed their companies. 
So that's like the like short and long on the like shop quiz. It's really interesting, right? Like you're seeing that people were using the product as it was before and hacking it into something completely different to solve a problem that they had. And if you were to if you were to say like, oh, when people were kind of hacking the old Octane together to create this quiz experience, like what were they ultimately trying to do there? You hit on it a bit at the end, but is there something in particular where they're like, hey, we're doing this because we really want to change this or increase this? And since this is a retention show, if you have anything on the retention side, we'd love to hear it. The biggest thing, uh, so like th- there's there's a bunch of like straightforward stats of like they want it, like everyone cares about conversions, everyone con- cares about their um, like their opt-ins and things like that. But the real value um, and the real value, especially like post-purchase, is is the data is like understanding your customers so that you could personalize everything, you know, for them afterwards. So just like the long view of how we think about Octane AI uh, and like how we think about e-commerce in general. The current e-commerce experience is like being thrown into a warehouse. You're like thrown onto a site. There's like a whole bunch of things and you're like, good luck, have fun. And the result is the vast majority of people don't know what to look for, have no clue, no guidance, and they leave. In retail, there's a person there who's like learning about your preferences, asking you questions, guiding you to purchase. And if they do a good enough job, like they're going to maybe like have conversations with you. Maybe you're asking them questions. Maybe you come, you're going to come back to the store. Maybe you're even texting with them at some point, learning like all these things about them. And then every time they come back, the like it gets better and better because they're like, I know exactly what you're looking for. I know your preferences. And the result is a much better experience. Like, like after like the more you come and the more you visit the like stronger the experience and so with like the shop quiz we're trying to replicate what that makes that one piece that makes the in-store retail experience really great which is this like human element this conversational element this concierge element that we are using technology to really scale and bringing this like consultative element that has not been in e-commerce to e-commerce. And it really, really does make it so that every little piece of the customer journey, you know, is personalized in some way down to just like a simple things of like understanding which things you're going to actually be interested in. Because I feel like what happens a lot of times with e-commerce brands, because just because they don't have the data is they send a blast to everybody, you know, whether they're the first time purchaser or a hundredth time purchaser. And everyone's very different and has different things. Like uh, someone's like something as simple as like some people are looking for different sizes or they're looking for different things that they want their clothing to do, like make them look slubber or make them more athletic or better in performance. But if you just do that one thing, every message, every email, everything you sent after that, like initial purchase, would be so much better. And that's like what we're doing. So, I mean, it feels extremely obvious. And I think your, your, uh, your example about typical e-commerce is like throwing you inside of a warehouse where using a quiz sort of as a concierge, it's like having a personal shopper. It's like having someone understand you and, and be able to personalize everything. Why, why don't more brands do this? Like, what, what do you see as the barrier that's, that's, because it feels like such an obvious value prop of if you can know your shoppers more intimately, then everything you do can be more personalized, which leads to better outcomes, both for revenue, for conversion, for customer connection, for lifetime value. I mean, it just feels like that's the way things should be going. But why don't you see more brands doing it? What's the pushback? There's two 
two clear barriers, and they're huge barriers. One is collecting the data, and the other is leveraging the data. And so most you know tools built for personalization or anything like that is about things like, what's their purchase history? Where were they clicking? Those are fine data points, but they are nowhere near as strong as literally getting the customer to tell you what they're looking for and what they actually need. And that's what like a quiz or guided shopping experience actually does. It is like the one way to actually learn what the customer is actually looking for directly from them. And there is no better data set than that. And they didn't have the tools to really collect that. Like you, like I said before, to do a quiz properly until now, most brands had to custom build this stuff. Uh, and so we're trying to make it so that you don't have to custom build this stuff. And then the second piece is the leveraging of the data, which is even the harder part because for a lot of like brands, you may, maybe they all have a quiz and they're collecting the data, but it's just sitting in some database or in some email form or something somewhere. And they're not leveraging it, like connecting it to their email platform to segment their customers, connecting it to their SMS to segment customers, uh, using that data to gain new insights about their customers and maybe update the way they position their company. And so this is like, I think the part where we're especially strong, we built like a buyer profile database where you can actually go and understand these customers and leverage the data. You can connect it to something like Clavio so that you can send the emails. We power Facebook Messenger on our platform so you can send more targeted Facebook messages. And instead, again, like, you know, you could do like a very specific, you could go super specific with our segments, like go down to they purchased three times and had this amount of purchases and have these preferences or have these allergies. Now, suddenly you're getting more and more personalized instead of having to send a hundred messages, you only have to send one and that's going to convert way more and make it for a better experience for your end customer and for you as the brand as well. And I, my last like point here is I feel like a lot of products for better, for worse, uh, are good for the brand, but not as good for the end user because they, you know, you, the spamming, for example, results in maybe you have some short-term sales but long-term, you're going to lose the loyalty of that customer. I feel like something like the quiz and personalization is actually a win-win for everybody. It actually helps the customer in the immediate term of like, I have a problem, help me solve it. But over the long term, it makes it so that every piece of their experience is just more human. It's better. A hundred percent. And we talk about that on this podcast all the time. It's the balance between the product, the experience, the brand, the customer. And I think that's one of the biggest things we always talk about is it's not just the product, it's the brand experience you're creating. And everything you just talked about there makes a ton of sense. And I love how you've broken it into like, there's the collecting the data piece, and then there's the leveraging the data piece. And we're going to go deeper on both of these. But I want to start with the collecting the data piece. What should brands be asking in these quizzes so that they can get to that deeper relationship you're talking about? Like, what do I want to understand, ask my customers so that I can build all of that post-purchase experience later? There's a couple that are obvious for any brand of any industry, and then there's some that are specific to industry. So obvious ones are like name, contact info, uh, and probably key demographic information like age or you know uh, gender or whatever is actually important for your product. You need the contact info in order to like do any of these things. And the quiz, interestingly enough, we have found collects uh, a multiple of this kind of opt-in versus 
uh, regular pop-ups. We have customers where they're collecting three to 16x more of these opt-ins. And even if they've already been a customer, you want to have that info so you can correlate like, okay, they took the quiz, they had this purchase history, and correlate that information. Um, and then the rest of it is really about your specific vertical or industry and like what's really important to you. You know, for I'll give some I'll give like some specific examples. So like uh, in different verticals, there's a company like a beautiful quiz uh, rooted, heyrooted.com, and they sell plants. And the beautiful thing about that is they're asking questions about like, do you have kids? Do you have dogs? What's your like? How often are you traveling? And these are actually really important to understand what plants you want, but also for them to recommend the right plants because if you're home a lot, you can have plants that you know, get and be watered more versus like if you're traveling a lot, you need plants that are going to be sturdier and don't need as much water, but they're not, don't have to ask like, what kind of plant do you want? They're asking questions that help them determine it. That's the way you kind of want to go over it. And like apparel, for example, a lot of it is probably going to be around size. It's going to be around colors. It's going to be around the style you want. So like uh, universal standard is an example of a customer of ours who's you know, asking these kind of like, like what kind of pastels, what kind of things. And then they give you the recommendation of like, which of these, like, these are the like sweaters or these are the dresses or these are the things that are going to match the style that you suggested. And obviously, and they'll even ask is another important question. You know, are you shopping for yourself? Or are you shopping for somebody else? Because that has a whole determinate effect on, you know, the recommendations and what's happening long-term. It also could help you segment being like, it's your wife's anniversary, you know, I know we know that that sh- uh, she may have an interest in that or that you were shopping for this last time. Uh, here's some new products that might actually be a fit for that. Already like being proactive with that for like the next time and the future times. That's really interesting because I hadn't even thought about asking whether you're shopping for you or yourself because if you don't, you're just assuming that everyone's buying for them and maybe I'm buying makeup for my wife and all of a sudden you're talking to me like I am the makeup purchaser. So I think I think that's a really interesting question to ask that I hadn't even thought of. The crazy thing is making a shop quiz is not actually like logistically hard. Like the software we built is, you know, drag and drop, like super straightforward. It looks and feels like the Shopify theme editor. The hard part is actually just figure out what questions to ask and like what the quiz should be. And if you have too short a quiz, it actually doesn't work very well. Like imagine if you went to the store and the person asked like, uh, what size are you? And you just say large. And they're like, all right, this is for you. You'd be like, but that makes no sense at all. I didn't have a exactly. So why should a quiz shouldn't be the should not do it that way? More questions actually leads to higher conversions. There's like right. we have we have some where like like there's one that's uh, Mass and Labs are doing like digital photography. They ask all these questions about like which of these photos and these lenses do you really like? Because they're like doing photography filters. And you need to have all those taste that taste information in order to like calibrate the right like uh, like filters. Uh, if you ask too few questions, then you would not trust the results at all. So how do you, if I'm someone who is thinking about building a quiz, so you've touched on a lot. So you've touched on like the theory of how to do these things. You've touched a little bit, like we've gone a little bit deeper on, you know, the types of questions that you should be asking and like how long and short it should be. Um, is there, is there like a specific framework where if, if you're working with a new customer and they're saying, okay, we know we need quizzes, like we're bought in on the concept, like how should they, how should they even, if you're working with like a men's apparel brand, for example, like how should they even think of 
attacking, creating a quiz where they've never done it before. Because I could imagine, to your point, like there, there is a way to do this incorrectly where you're not asking the right level of questions. You might be asking too many questions. Do you, do you guys have like a, a framework or a, I don't know, like a theory that you walk people through to get them from, I've never done a quiz to now I have a quiz that is making my customer experience richer? Uh, we have a whole playbook on this, octetai.com slash playbook. Uh, please don't be worried about how many pages it is. A lot of it is uh, a lot of advice from e-commerce entrepreneurs, messenger and SMS advice since we power those things as well. But there's a whole section around like how you kind of brainstorm for your quiz. And so like it depends on the like person, the brand, right? You, we have lots of customers who've done it completely themselves and just like figured that all out. And there's others that like turn to us and be like, can you like help us and have your experts like give like some thoughts and advice? And you can go either way. I think the big overall is you have to just start with the basic question of what is it that you actually want, need, want to know about your customers? And what are the, que- what are the things that if you do it, you could actually give them a better experience? And so depending on the vertical, some of those questions are really straightforward. In beauty, those questions are super straightforward. It's like, what kind of skin? What kind of allergies? You know, in apparel, it's like some of them are pretty straightforward. It's about like colors. It's about styles. It's about what kind of clothes. It's about who you're shopping for. Uh, and then the rest of it is just like, what's the unique thing about your brand? You know, like, what's the voice of it? What's the like, what's that secret sauce? And you may want to ask questions around that. And so like, there's lots of different ways. So another, like an example of a customer is doe lashes. And they actually ask the question of like, what's your level? What's your experience with lashes? And for before they did the quiz, they thought that most of their customers were uh, experts at lashes. And they asked this question in their quiz kind of just because, and they actually found out that the vast majority, the majority of their customers were first timers and never done lashes before. And this was like, holy crap, we need to like build an education series, an education segment. We need to do like a whole new thing for these customers immediately. That's great. And that that changed their business. And that's like the kind of insight that like is going to make and transform a business that if you're just not asking the questions, you don't know. So I would just say there's some key questions that are straightforward. You then need to ask what are the questions, what are the things that you could, if you knew them, you'd actually be able to help the customer and then you just tweak and optimize and you launch more than one, like launch one for like if you're Valentine's Day or a different holiday, it's a perfect time to add a new quiz and it's super easy to get them up. Yeah, I mean, what you're what you're saying there, it's just so it's a universal truth. And I think like as marketers and marketers who have a lot of different tools at our fingertips now, it, it's easy to forget that knowing your customers better than your competition is going to be the way that you win. And so often we bolt on all these different tools, all these different ad platforms, all these different customer data platforms with with the thinking of, I need to optimize my campaigns. I need to lower my CPAs and all that. But what you're talking about is, is actually... It's, it's actually very simple. It's if you understand who your customers are, what makes them tick, how they think about your brand, what they might need, then you can start building all of the all of the infrastructure around that. That's how you get a result, as opposed to just trying to optimize the heck out of a million different tools. That that's a it's a great piece of insight. And one thing, Ben, that you talked a bit about there is like building an education piece at the end of it. Do you have any other examples of like, hey, once I once I ask these questions that are going to let me um, create a more intimate experience with my customers, like how have you seen people leverage that on the post purchase side? Like, are they integrating this into any tools, into like specific types of campaigns? Anyone using this for like product development or anything like that? 
Beauty Bio is another example. They were like one of our first customers with Quiz. They do, they're a huge cosmetics brand. And they learned that like one of their segments like spent like really like spends a much higher on AOV. And it's like uh, their customers, these customers especially care about like fine lines and wrinkles. And so now they do like a post-purchase segment for those customers around uh, education around like how you prevent fine lines and wrinkles, the kinds of tools, the kinds of things. And it doesn't always have to be like, you know, the, here's the brand's products each time. It could just be like education around like the routines you should be doing and like the expert advice. That's going to add real value to the customer. And so I see a lot of that over like SMS, messenger, and email as like a big part of that post-purchase journey. And then, you know, this like insights piece, it's just they're looking at it and they're looking at this data from like a high level and they're seeing where people are answering and they're making decisions about their business. Like, deciding that they need to really ramp up their marketing on, as in the beauty bios, like ramp up their marketing around like the segment that cares about fine lines and wrinkles, probably increasing the production of the amount of items in that area. You might suddenly learn that a certain color is much more in demand than you expected, uh, or that they were looking for a certain color. This is another thing, actually, which is you can ask questions about what they would want that you don't have. And there are definitely customers that actually use like the quiz, you know, after the purchase and send that over and it's used more like a survey to like learn about specific things about the customer that's like another piece and then you can do the segmentation in the same way that's like one other thing which is the quiz is almost a limiting term it's like a guided shopping e-commerce experience and you we have had customers like completely personalize this thing to make it into like a dynamic on-site opt-in or to like a post-purchase survey or to like you know uh, a pre-purchase thing or sending out a quiz just to like maybe their more advanced segments have done this in a while, specifically maybe around a holiday or specifically around like, you know, what specifically they want for being a loyal customer. There's a, I, there's a whole bunch of things where we're never going to guess what they build and they're going to just build crazy things. And that's like what's happening already. That's really interesting. And I like that. It's not a quiz. It's a guided shopping experience. I feel like we need to get that somewhere in the show notes, maybe even up on your site. But uh, I was actually talking to a cosmetic brand the other day, and they were asking me a lot of questions about um, boosting their retention with quizzes. And naturally, I told them to go talk to your team. But I wanted to get two of the questions that they asked in front of all of our listeners so that everyone can get the insight from you. And the first question that they asked me is, they have a really big social following but they're having some issues getting that social following to move to being a customer. Do you think quizzes would be a good strategy for them to launch it into the social following to try to get them to move closer to a purchase? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. And if you're if you're a brand with this large social following and you want to just go and test it, just directly, I, I'm going to just straight, just directly like email me, like bandit.com or just DM me on Twitter. Like I want to go and like, like, do this with you because I already know what the result is going to be, but it will be awesome. Uh, it's absolutely because one, people just like taking quizzes. For some of our brands, 20 to 40% of their entire Shopify revenue just comes from their quiz. And their number one best performing page is their quiz. Like we have a wow. bunch of customers where they're doing their like ads and they're retargeting ads towards like specifically their quiz page because it has the best conversion. Like I said, the average wow. conversion of a of an average Shopify site is under two percent. The average conversion of our quizzes is somewhere between seven and fifteen percent plus. And so, Ooh. by getting them engaged in some way, like 
even if you just got a single piece of information, like an email or a single question, or like a single piece of information about like what their preference is, you actually now already have a major advantage. So it's like one example, this is a little bit more pre-purchase, but if I ask a single question of these customers, like what kind of skin do you have? And then they dropped off. We actually have an integration with the Facebook ads manager where you could do a retargeting ad based on like that segment. So instead of being like, hi, you came to the site, come back. It's hi, I know you have dry skin. Here's a product for dry skin. Your conversion rate will go through the roof compared to what you were doing before. But if you're able to even just like get a few more pieces of that information, like a contact info or actually recommend something, it's it's better than what you're probably doing right now, which is you're getting zero out of these, like these customers are not doing anything. It's a night and day sort of thing. That's unreal. I'll definitely tell them to reach out to you because I, I think there's a huge opportunity that they can do with their social following and quizzes. And the next question they had um, is more about how many quizzes. Do you think a brand should kind of have like one quiz on the site that they're constantly updating, changing, tweaking, or should they be looking to use multiple quizzes in different places? I guess kind of asked more simply is like, how many quizzes, how often should I be updating them? So the answer is both. Uh, Most brands have like a primary quiz. That's like their hero quiz. And that should be linked from your homepage. Like that should maybe even be your homepage for a lot of our customers. That's what they do. Or they have it prominently in their navigation. They email it out regularly. It's like their main, it's like their main conversion funnel. And then I suggest especially quizzes around individual holidays, like Black Friday or Valentine's Day or whatever the important events are for you. Like you could do a quiz around these like specific events and things to like have a new level of engagement with customers and you're constantly optimizing your core quiz but you have these like other ones that are around a a key event or a holiday or like something like that or even if you were more targeted you could have like an anniversary quiz you know their anniversary is coming up like email them that quiz send a facebook message with that quiz like a week or a couple weeks before so that they engage with something that's super personalized that's like top tier level of if you're like really doing quizzes super well, that's what you would be doing. But just even just get started with like the first one and like start optimizing it and you're going to already see a dramatic difference. Right, right. It feels like the more, if you have the hero quiz up, that gives you so much core data and insight into your your customers that you didn't know before. And then once you have that, it starts becoming a little bit easier to create those like ancillary quizzes that are maybe more specific to a holiday or a promotion or something like that. But it, it sounds like it's all about starting with the hero quiz and then sort of building up from there. Exactly. Cool. So but before we let you go, um, you obviously see a lot of different quizzes. Uh, we were curious if there is a quiz that sticks out to you or a guided shop, shopping experience that stands out to you as like one of the more effective. <laughs> I'm correcting myself already with the <laughs> quiz thing, Alex. Um, uh, just if there's one that you've seen that, you've, you, that stood out in your mind as particularly effective or particularly creative that you'd recommend other folks go check out. There's different quizzes that are super effective for different things and reasons. And so it sort of depends. Mm -hmm. So uh, let me give you a couple examples. So Bariatric Fusion, they sell like different kinds of supplements and things for those who've had back surgery and all that. The big thing for them was they increased the amount of opt-ins they got by 16x from their pop-ups, which is like an insane number. Doe Lashes, about 24 to 25% of their revenue comes through their quiz. That's like also an insane number in terms of like the creative side. Oh my God, I have like so many. Um, there's actually a new one that just launched. I'm like, I'm like playing around with now, which is uh, the Mavi Jeans. So like 
mavi.com and they have like on their US site just like, you know, uh, a gene finder for like, especially specifically like to help. I think I, I did the first of the question where like I'm helping find my, uh, if I if I had a boyfriend, I would be able to go and help him find a, like genes. It's actually helpful if you're like, buying for somebody else it's even more helpful in some ways for these quizzes right. um and so they yeah, there's some super creative ones i've mentioned a few like rooted is super beautiful they have beautiful gifts as part of their whole thing or skinny mix is another example skinnymixes.com where they actually use the quiz as a recipe recommender and so they sell like locale syrups and coffees and things and so they're actually recommending like cocktails based on your preferences and then obviously you want to buy the entire set of things which is like one other area where a quiz is strong people want to buy a set of things if you recommend a set of things and that ends up having a higher aov but also a set of complementary products that's going to make them stay around longer or uh make them like happier over the long run Sure. Well, we'll do, we'll make sure to link all of those, uh, all of those websites in our show notes so our listeners can take a look at those. So Ben, we wanted to thank you for coming on the show. This has been super rich and educational, you know, to recap, I think what we've learned here today is using a quiz as a guided shopping experience is a great way to collect more data to supercharge your customer experience, your marketing campaigns, your retention campaigns, and really at its core, it's what this show is all about. It's a guided experience that is collecting personal data to then en enrich your campaigns. It, it provides a, a deeper customer connection that's more lasting. It allows shoppers to feel like they're connecting with you and with your brand. And we're just super grateful to have you on the show today to have you you talk through all of that experience. Uh, if our if our listeners wanted to learn more or find more about find find out more about you and and some of the great content you guys are creating, uh, where should they go? For Octane AI, it's super straightforward. It's at octaneai.com on literally everything. Um, I already dropped my email. If you want to just email me personally, Ben at Octini.com. So yeah. have fun with that. And then, uh, you know, my social networks, it's all at Ben Parr, B-E-N-P-A-R-R -R, on literally everything from Facebook to TikTok. Although as a completely random one, my co-founder, my CEO, Matt, my best friend of a decade, he's TikTok famous. So if you want something completely unrelated to uh, other things, but you just like love TikTok, at Matt Cat Bat, C-A-T-B-A-T, just, I will not say anything else. Just go follow his TikTok. Okay. He has a million. He has a million followers on TikTok. We will definitely like that. There's a lot of people that we talk to that want to know more about TikTok. So we'll get them to go check him out. Yes, that's amazing. Matt is the TikTok master. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, we'll go check him out, Ben. Again, thanks for coming on the show, and thanks everyone. This has been the Exchange. That's been the Exchange presented by Loop, the returns platform for Shopify. Thanks for listening.